Are you having a hard time memorizing your little jokes? Are you having a hard time memorizing your little bits? You want a cheat code? How about two cheat codes? Huh? How about two cheat codes? Here you go, babies. Oh, Willy! Whoa, easy! Is that your nail? Oh no, it's a button. Nothing, it's okay, I'm not doing nothing. Is this yours? You're not alone. Memorizing jokes is not the easiest thing in the world. It's important to memorize, however, for two reasons. One, you want to be able to tell the joke. You want to be able to do the bit. But two, you want to have the wording down so that it has the most impact. You drop one word or add one word, it could change the entire reaction. You need to have this material down so that when you go up, it's deep in your bones and you can forget about saying it like a robot. You can perform! Here's what you do. Hand write out the jokes one at a time 50 times in a row. After you finish with that, leave it alone for a little bit. Pick up a blank piece of paper and write the joke again without being able to, to look up and see how it exactly goes. Then check to see how close it is. If you're still struggling after writing it out a whole bunch of times until you have it down, type it out. Handwriting something out and typing it out involves different parts of your brain. They're slight, but you do get a difference in it. So I would do both. Cheat code number one, sing it. Sing the joke. If you sing it, it's like learning your A, B, C, D. It's easier even for children. So sing your joke out loud. When I was a little kid, I was watching Happy Days and in order for Stax, I, I'm pretty sure it was Stax the drummer to remember uh, answers for a test, he sang the information to himself. I'll Google it and I'll leave this in either way. Hello, Putz. You do very well in school, right? Yeah. So why can't you learn this stuff, anatomy? Look, I don't care about learning it. Fonts, all I want is a decent grade. See, there's your problem, Potsy. Grades are not cool. Learning is cool. Now, you, you gotta relate to it. You gotta relate to it. What is the easiest thing for you to remember? I forget. I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> Music. Yeah, sure, I remember songs. What good's that gonna do me? Warren, you're gonna sing your way to science. Whoa. By singing it, you'll learn it a different way. And if you get caught in the moment, you can go back to that song in your head. You can even sing it on stage. Another way of memorizing is by saying it in all different accents. Try it with a Southern accent, but you have to say it out loud. Say it out loud um, like you're British. Yell it. Get in your vehicle and just scream the joke out. My mom got pregnant with me when she was in high school. So technically, I've been to two senior proms. And boy, was I drunk at the first one. Mumble it. Whisper it like a secret. Do it super slow. Do it super fast. You have to say it a whole bunch of times so that I could just point at you and boom, it comes right out. Because once you have that foundation of, okay, I, I, this is already in my head. It's perfectly formed. I don't need to rehearse it anymore. Um, you always need to rehearse, but once you have this in your head, you can go on stage without just worrying about whether or not you're going to recite a line because you don't want to recite it. You're there to make a connection and perform. And if you're just 
trying to get all the words right and your focus is on that, you're not connecting with the audience. So you have to have it memorized. And yeah, you could have a notebook there to go from one joke to another, but you shouldn't have everything written down. You won't even be able to read it with all the lights on the stage and the pressure, and you only have three to five minutes, maybe eight. Um, so you want bullet points, a set list. Do you know what a set list is? Your different bits written out with bullet points sometimes. Do it every time you're going to go up. Have your set list. Writing that out, that those keywords for each bit will trigger your mind to remember them. And then you'll start getting used to doing them in a certain order, which you could switch around later. But for now, try to do it all in the same order. So that will also help your memory. Here's the second cheat code. You can go on stage with your set list. Instead of having it in a notebook that you look at, you can literally cheat. Huh? Isn't that beautiful? You didn't know. Don't tell me you knew this was there. So imagine I'm doing a joke and I'm trying to search for the next bit. I already have it memorized by singing and dancing my way through this stuff, but I have to remember certain aspects. You could do this with a single joke. You can write out, you can write the whole thing there and you could just read it. Like sometimes if I'm performing, I'll just sit there and go, you people just dogs, feet, mom. Now I forgot part of it. Single firefighter. As an audience, they never catch on. Back in the 80s, there was a comic that used to put his set list inside his pack of cigarettes. And he would take a cigarette. You could smoke in comedy clubs. You could smoke in pretty much everywhere. You could smoke in hospitals back then. But he would take his cigarettes out. He'd pack them. He'd look at where he is and where he has to go next with a set list. Then he'd take a cigarette out sometimes, smoke it. Then he was ready for the next one. He'd take a look at it. It's just very subtle. It's like being a magician. Until they banned smoking everywhere. And then, I, I don't know who the comic is. If anybody watching this knows who it is, please leave it in the comments so that I'll know. Because I think it's, it's brilliant. But the downside is, once they ban smoking, he's just a guy with a box of cigarettes. And he still used it. But he had to change it to, oh man, I wish I could still smoke. So he turned that into a bit. Otherwise, it would seem bizarre that he's pulling out the cigarettes if he didn't comment on it. It's just like the owner of the Comedy Works, my home club, Tommy Nicky, told me never look at my watch on stage because that makes the audience feel like you're just putting in time or it's reminding them that your part's almost over. Just don't make them aware of the time. Pretend like you're in a casino, no clocks. No clocks anywhere in the casino or the comedy club. And then I still wore a watch for a little while because I was afraid of going over. And when I was on the road, this comic, Buzz Sutherland, very funny comic. He was like the college association, national college thing, comedian of the year for like, I think, 113 years. So he's doing corporate stuff from what I remember now. I don't know. We lost touch. But... He said, yeah, you can look at your watch, but make a bit out of it. Oh, I got to get a new watch. I, I'm so broke. Uh, I haven't had money in it. Do you see how you'd make that transition? So let's recap. <laughs>